Hey, welcome. You're listening to the Leader Like You podcast to inspire and help you get more of what you want more of the time with less hassle, less resistance, and more buy-in in all areas of your life. My name is Robert Kahn, coach, trainer, and consultant, also the creator of the Leader Like You method. I'm sitting down to bring you my thoughts and ideas and the lessons learned along the way and how to make a positive impact wherever you go. You're only as good as your day off. Many years ago, before I moved to Europe and before I entered the corporate world, I worked seven years in the hotel and restaurant industry. I gotta tell you, it was great training and it still provides me valuable lessons today. One of my very last roles was assistant manager at a French restaurant called Four Pots. And it was located in a Victorian home full of antiques in St. Paul, Minnesota. And it was a five-star dining experience. It really was a good place. And the chef was excellent. And the food was amazing. Now, as a team, we were a great crew and a very capable team. We could handle large parties, small dining, large gatherings, corporate events, you name it. We could handle it in a rush or even take it slowly. Now, one day I was expectedly called to head office, which was across town and a place called Minneapolis at another location where they had another restaurant called Edwards. So there was some meeting that was held at the restaurant with restaurant managers and assistant managers. I can't really remember what we did there, though I do remember that it took place from about 10.30 in the morning till about three in the afternoon. And I had asked one of my very capable wait staff, Steve, to take over my duties. He said, no problem. Now, at three o'clock, I didn't have a dinner shift, so I didn't go into work. Because if I did, I found myself not just sitting around having a meal, I'd get pulled into work. So back then, no phones, no email, Life was pretty good. I didn't know what I know. The next day, I went in for my lunchtime shift and I showed up about 9 a.m. just when the prep kitchen was getting things ready for lunch. And already at 9 a.m., the smells were wafting into the office. And incidentally, the office was down in the basement next to the kitchen. It was a really small, tight quarters. One of the kitchen staff told me that they had worked on a submarine and he said the kitchen and the office in the basement with no windows, hot, tight, small. He said, this is just like the submarine. And sometimes I felt like we were down in the submarine. Anyway, once prepared, the food from that kitchen was brought upstairs in the back through what we called runners. So I could hear the team chopping away and talking and laughing and just getting ready for lunch. I could also hear the team, uh, the chef, Bernard, who had a great French restaurant. And just between the two of us, most of the staff didn't really always understand him. I had to jump in and help out with his Franglish into English. Anyway, I looked into the reservation book, which was kind of the log book, which had a list of everything that happened the night before. And I slowly started to see what I started to notice were problems of things that took place the day before from that lunch rush from about 11, 30, 12 to about 3 p.m. Well, from memory, let's see. 
I recall one of the groups was going to a chamber music concert and they got their food late and were upset and they couldn't get in the bus and they were another group, somebody got spilled on. So I had a cleaning ticket, which we obviously paid for. And then another party complained because one of their meals came cold. So it was noted that we comped that. And then I heard that a runner dropped a tray of canard à l'orange we going up the back steps, causing a mess and backing everything up. And then a quick walk through the quiet restaurant, I could see that the lunch setting was ready from dinner. Though the glasses had spots, the silverware wasn't polished and all in place, the cloth napkins were not folded properly. Everything looked like it was done rather hastily. And not with the same level of quality as when I was there. So the next day when the team came in, I found out what was going on. And there was sort of a general disgruntled feeling from the team that things just didn't flow real well. What became clear to me was a quote that I heard from my boss at a company a few years early. This was Tommy who told me in the restaurant business, you're only as good as your day off, end quote. What that means is if you're there and things run smoothly, that's great. Though when you're not, what happens? Because when you're there, you keep things spinning. I mean, I was given direction to people, telling them what to do, where to do it, how to do it. Consequently, the staff just waited for me to tell them where to go and what to do on a typical day. Things like this. Kathy, you know table 230 wants their salads now. Dan, bring the desserts over from the governor's room into this room. Steve, make sure you get that extra bottle of champagne for the party from 3M that's taking place upstairs. Kathy, let's get those tables checked out for the next seating. Hey, folks, I just heard we got a bus showing up. Let's get the glasses polished, get some water. They got stains. Let's get things ready. We want bigger tables from six tops to eight tops. Get the salads in the pantry in the back. Get some more ice up front at the bar. Probably gonna have a drinks tonight because it's gonna be a nice night on the terrace. I barked ordered. <laughs> I barked, they complied. Life was good, or so I thought. So what I noticed was I would tell them what to do. My tactical skills were very good though I hadn't trained them on the stuff that they needed to do to run on their own and think for themselves. You're only as good as your day off. Now I realized I need to take some action and help people out. So when I was away, it didn't run well. Pointing out that when you tell people something's the matter, three things back at me. One pointing out, okay, maybe they weren't great. Though most fingers at me, this was my responsibility. What did I do? I started to encourage them to become more self-guided self-reliant teams. And I asked them questions to think. And it was only a few years later when I learned this was actually something called coaching. Okay, so let's have a meeting here before the shift comes on or before we start the week. We have these many people coming in. We have this group. How do you propose we could organize ourselves to be great? I let them come up with it. And then I realized that rather than being on all the time and spinning plates and wondering what was going on, I could focus on other duties. 
which was take care of guests, troubleshoot, be elsewhere, welcome diners, be the host as well as the assistant manager without having to get dirty all the time and get in and do their job for them. Let them think. It was great. I really enjoyed the change. This was a big lesson for me, a big lesson. You're only as good as your day off. And if you're gone and on your day off and you're away, things function, that's an indicator that you've trained and coached and mentored your people to a sufficient high level where they are self-guided. Now, let's fast forward to the corporate world. And I work with leaders all the time who tell me I have to intervene too much with my people. I don't think they always know what to do. I have to tell them time and time again and make sure they're ready and do it. So I ask them the same question. What would happen if you are gone for a day, a week, or several weeks? Look of shock. <laughs> what? What would it take, I say, for the team to function without you? Do they have the skills? Are they ready to do it? Could they do it? Are you ready to let them do it? So I came up with this seven conversations approach, which can always help ensure your people have what it takes. Conversation one, people should know exactly what they're accountable and responsible for and know how what they do fits into the big picture so they can explain it to others. Now, if they can, this is a good sign that everybody's aligned. Isn't it nice to know who's doing what? Conversation two is they should know not only what they do, the why what they're doing is important, that they're aligned on top priorities. Now, once we know what the top priorities are, we're all working and metaphorically, it's like we're on a, 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 a rowboat, all rowing in the same direction, so we win the race. The objective is to go in the same direction. You would not win a race on a rowboat if everybody's rowing in different directions. The third conversation is around job descriptions. People should know what their job or scope is with key elements. And they should share that with key players in the organization. What's the primary scope, the secondary scope, and what is out of scope that they shouldn't be doing anymore. And most likely when people have those components, they'll do the job better and might be more interested and if you're interested that, actually speaking of that, look at my scope document at the resource section of my website. Fourth conversation, people should know how they're performing right now. What's going well, what's not going well, and would be even better in the future. And action plans to address any negative trends in terms of performance, and then action plans to maintain great performance for the future so there shouldn't be any surprises. We shouldn't have to wait for a mid-year review, year-end review, quarterly review, is we should know pretty much at any point in time how we're doing. And people should have fifth conversation, excuse me, fifth conversation, develop personal development plans, which I use the Center for Creative Leadership 70-2010. of what my development is comes from the current job, doing it better. 20% is me as a leader, giving my people coaching and mentoring. And then 10% is the formalized learning. Trade journals, attending classes online, offline, watching TED Talks. Though make sure that the personal development plan is real and not just a tick the box exercise. 
Six is you as a leader, getting honest assessment from them is the way you're leading them, working for them. And at the restaurant, when I asked my people, am I managing you well? They said, not really. <laughs> so I very early on learned how important this conversation was. And when you ask them the question, make it safe for them to give you the answer. You know, you do not want them to uh, feel like there's fear in telling you how you are as a leader. And remember, as a leader, you need to lead to inspire, manage to give them tactical, train so they have the skills, consult so that they have resources, sponsor so that you're sticking up for them. You also need to mentor them with your experience, coach them and ask them questions to activate them. And then the seventh conversation is in today's complex organizations, helping them understanding how they appear to be working with their stakeholders. Are there any blockages that might need addressing? And one final thought, when I ask leaders, who runs your team meetings? Leaders usually say, well, I, I run the team meetings. After all, I am the leader. That's what they pay me for. And I say, no, that's not what they pay you for. I say, okay, fine. If you run the January meetings and you have 12 people on your team, that means there's 11 months of people who could run the team meetings. You don't need to run another team meeting for 11 months, take turns. Then leaders think, well, hold on a sec. Isn't it really my job to run the meetings? And I say, no, because what happens the day you're not there to run a team meeting? Would that therefore mean that they can't run a meeting without you or have good quality? Oh yeah, I guess you got a point there. So your job is simply to run the first month of meetings to show them what a good job is or the benchmark. Let somebody else run the other meetings. Who knows? Maybe they'll be as good as you or better at certain things or do it differently and get different or better results. Creativity sets in. Now, attending the meeting, your job is still to coach and mentor them on what they do and how they do it. So your participation is not just to control and manage the tactical side. Your participation is to help them get better at what they do so that they can run meetings. Remember, you're only as good as your day off. So start to be present because you're watching what they're doing and how they're doing it. And it's going to be much more beneficial for you and for everybody. Something else I've noticed is if you become a meeting participant and you know that you have to run a meeting in three months, that's your month, you're probably going to be a better meeting attendee, more succinct, more concise, more on time if you know I'm going to be in that spot in a couple months. Everybody gets to be a little bit better at it and a little more attentive because it's not just like some boss running through the meeting and, and, and being one-on-one -on -one and passive and the rest of the people just sitting there doodling or doing something on online you know, where you can't be seen. So remember, you're only as good as your day off. And what happens on your day off is indicative how you prepared your people. My hope is this helps you have conscious responses instead of unconscious reactions so that you can be successful and your team can be successful. Successful by design, 
not through unconscious reactions. And while we're on the topic of leadership, have a look at my leadership survey. I'm interested to hear three things. How many years you've been working? How many great leaders you've had? And what do you think your people would say about your leadership? So I look forward to hearing your questions, comments, and discoveries, how this topic, you're only as good as your day off, helps you. And with that, go off and be leader-like. Thank you. You've reached the end of another episode of the Leader Like You podcast. Connect with us at leaderlikeyou.com. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list to receive the newsletter and our free materials. See you at the next episode.